Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is seven minutes after three o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is. The Big Thursday Show. Bucks line shortened, I might add. And the uh, final presidential debate is now in the books. We'll be getting into that. And uh, Apple says it's been uh, buying Apple products on Amazon and found nearly 90% of them to be counterfeit. Uh... World Health Organization, you may be disabled and not know it. If you can't find a sexual partner, it's now a disability, <laughs> believe it or not. Well, we're going to have no parking near the door here at this place <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be walking in from another county. If that'll get you close to the door around this place. Wow. What yeah. color they're going to make those placards? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe black, just sad black. Just a sad black, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, that's... The newsroom just empty. They went to fill out their forms. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, where is that story? I I saw that today, and I'm like, you know, this world is just really upside down. Uh, uh, Until now, infertility, the failure to achieve pregnancy after 12 months or more of uh, regular unprotected sex was considered a disability. I didn't know that, but it it is. Um, But now in a dramatic move, the World Health Organization will change the standard to suggest that a person who is unable to find a suitable sexual partner or is lacking a sexual relationship to uh, have children will now be equally classified as disabled. Uh, The uh, WHO said the uh, change will give every individual the right to reproduce. And uh, under the new rules, heterosexual single men and women and gay men and women who want to have children will now be given the same priority as a couple seeking in vitro fertilization because of medical fertility problems. But uh, critics branded the new laws as absurd nonsense, arguing that the organization has overstepped the mark by moving into social matters rather than health. So if you uh, cannot find a uh, uh, sexual partner or not in a relationship, you are considered by the World Health Organization (laughs) to be uh, disabled. That's uh, the number just went up. Yeah, gonna be a lot more checks being written. It did. uh, It did go up, and um, (laughs) that's just unbelievable. It really is. Um, I wonder what those meetings are like. I mean, do they get together in a big conference room and actually talk about that stuff? I, somebody must. I, they somebody must. Somebody had to. More than one person talked about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And more than one person agreed this was a great idea. I guess. It passed. Uh, final presidential debate uh, last night in uh, in Las Vegas. And for my money, I thought it was the 
really the best one. And I give a lot of credit for that to the moderator, Chris uh, Chris Wallace. I thought he was even-handed. I thought he asked the proper questions. Uh, they, they, you know, I mean, they avoided uh, answers to some. But uh, for the most part, I mean, they did, uh, they did essentially – uh, talk about the issues. They talked about the uh, the debt, and um, you know, basically, Hillary said that um, that uh, her plans would not add a nickel to the national debt because of the tax increases she has planned for the rich. Uh, they talked about uh, you know Russia, guns, abortion, uh, Supreme Court, which was good, and uh, I, I thought she was a little uptight when. Uh, she was asked about the Clinton Foundation. I thought her body language changed a little bit, and, and she didn't really answer the pay-for-play part of that. She, um, you know, was talking about the work that they do, and she harkened back to her work with the, with children from back in the 1970s and, and all that. And then I, I love Trump's response because she'd mentioned – um, their work in Haiti, he said, um, in uh, little Haiti in uh, Florida, uh, they hate the Clintons because they haven't done anything down there. Uh, I guess the media is making a big deal out of uh, Don Trump uh, when they uh, Chris asked him if he would, you know, concede the election were he to lose. And he said, uh, I'm going to, you know keep you wondering. And I can't say as I blame them. I mean, you look, uh, we don't only have to go back to the year 2000 uh, with the um, Clinton uh, or the um, the Bush Gore in Florida and Gore initially conceded. And then apparently the lawyers got to him and said, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. We've got uh, these hanging chads and all this stuff. And remember that? It went into December, and there are all these pictures of um, uh, poll workers holding up uh, the voting, uh, the punch cards, and looking to see if there was a Chad hanging, if it had been punched through, what was going on. And finally, it took the United States Supreme Court to eventually just say it's over and, uh, and done. So, I mean, you only have to go that far to find it in a presidential, uh, in a presidential election. And, uh, you know, and they talked about the Supreme Court. And, you know, I thought, uh, you know, Donald Trump said he's going to um, appoint, uh, you know, conservative Supreme Court justices. And uh, Hillary said she was going to appoint uh, justices that represented the uh, people of the United States, when actually, you know, and this is a troubling part about, I think, the Supreme Court, is whether you're a liberal, a Republican, uh, you know, Democrat, uh, independent, it, it, oh, it shouldn't, shouldn't It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't make any difference. It's about your, law, not about politics. Your job is to interpret the Constitution of the United States. And actually, I guess this, really your job is to compare legislation yeah. and law that gets passed against, against the, the guidance of the Constitution. Yeah. 
Yeah, not even to interpret it because, unfortunately, that's what they've been doing too much of. Well, they have. And you you look at um, uh, what the what the job should be. It, it's not really to represent the people of the United States. They're not representatives of the people. They're there to uphold the Constitution. To make sure that those in the legislature do not make law. Yeah. Laws that violate the Constitution. Right. Which is what ultimately does protect the citizenry of the U.S. Absolutely. And, you know, the Constitution is a founding document. And, you know, everything in there is uh, that's it limits government. It, um, you know, for a while limited the sale of alcohol. (laughs) You know, it's funny because the way they the way that question came up was was a, a little i thought uh, interesting in the way it was framed you know was the question i to paraphrase it was is the constitution to be interpreted literally or is it a living document open to interpretation right and the actual answer is yes to both yes it is to be literally interpreted but B, it's also a living document in that it can be changed through the amendment process. Right. I mean, it it can be changed. It's been changed many – it's been amended many times. Yeah. And can still be amended. So in that respect, it is a living document in that it can be amended. Right. But you can't just change the interpretation of it because that's what you like. No. But I, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Well, I mean, they, they look at it. Uh, some, I guess, look at it as a, a living, breathing document that, uh, you know, you use to, uh, um, you know, they basically rule on things that the the uh, the founders never even imagined. Which, which I guess you can. But if you don't, if you change the meaning or you overlook the meaning of yeah. the original writing, you have to do that through amendment. Yeah. Not through interpretation. Not through interpretation. No. So I thought overall it was uh, it was uh, pretty good. And uh, Clinton answered the uh, uh, first uh, one on uh, guns, notably absent uh, from her second, the uh, Second Amendment and judicial balance of the rights versus uh, restrictions in fire ownership of firearms. A silence showed the Democratic nominees uncomfortable with this issue. And Trump, uh, however, used his answer, his first answer to highlight the Second Amendment. And when the moderator, Chris Wallace, took the discussion into a deeper dive on gun laws, Clinton again became uncomfortable, calling for an end to the so-called, uh, you know, the one they always bring up, gun show loophole. And uh, Clinton uh, claims she supports uh, the right to bear arms, but uh, Trump, in contrast, was firm in supporting the Second Amendment. As long so. as she can control it. Yeah. As long as the government controls it, then they're okay with it. They're okay with it, yeah. And... Uh, so that's uh, that's you know the the final one, and uh, I don't know that uh, um, you know anything wild came out of that. They're they're making a you know like I said, a, the media is making a, something pretty big last night. What's that? I learned that apparently it only uh-huh. takes four minutes from the time the decision is made on the behalf of the president of the United States. It only takes four minutes to launch a nuke. Yeah, which I can't imagine that that is information i've never heard that before that no i've never heard everything but how in the world is that information supposed to be public i wouldn't think it is and uh i 
Um, seriously, don't know. Well, maybe as uh, Secretary of State, you get that kind of information. Well, I, I mean, don't I'm, know. She probably knew it when she was, as her husband was president, he would have known this. Well, yeah, he would have. But I don't know that she necessarily should be sharing. Well, I don't know that he should have been sharing that with her. Well, her point, I think, was that, uh, you know, Trump's not fit to uh, be president and have the nuclear codes because then she said it only takes four minutes to launch a, a nuclear missile. And uh, she was using that to make a point, probably a bad choice. I I would like to hear from, you know, somebody in the military as to whether or not that's secret. Because I would think that would be something. It's not you, now. You, well, no, it's not now. The whole world knows about it now. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was uh, new information for me, too, so. Um, anyway, if you've got any, uh, any comments on uh, what you saw last night, um, the polls, I tell you what, the polls, we talked about this yesterday. The, um, we've got three today, the IBD, uh, tip presidential election trafficking poll. And apparently last year, this one was the most accurate. It has uh, Trump leading Clinton 41 to 40%. And then um, the uh, da, 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 Rasmussen as um, Trump leading uh, Clinton 43 to 40%. And the uh, U.S. Dornsife uh, L.A. Times daybreak poll uh, has uh, Trump leading 44 to 43%. So... It wasn't it just yesterday that uh, the polls had uh, Mrs. Clinton up eleven points. One of them did. It just it's just um, I I I just don't don't put a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of stock in these things. I just don't. It is three twenty. Numbers to call if you want to uh, talk about anything you saw or noticed in uh, last night's debate. We can talk about that for a while. Uh, 614-821-WTVN or 1-800-610-WTVN. Thursday night tradition continues tonight. Best Buckeye coverage crew live at Buffalo Wild Wings on Bethel Road from 6 until 8. Most comprehensive look at the Buckeyes game against Penn State, and it's powered by the Legacy Retirement Group. Uh, John, hi. Hey. I was... uh... Driving last night during the debate, I'm an Uber driver, and I did did an official poll. Uh, I had six rides during the debate. Okay. I had three three for Trump, two for Hillary, and one passed out. <laughs> so the passed out had no opinion. That's good. I like that. Three for Trump, two for Hillary, and one passed out. Uh, Mark, hi. Happy birthday, John. Thanks, Mark. A um, couple thoughts. On the debate, number one, regarding uh, Trump's issue or question, answer rather, about the uh, conceding, I think he gave exactly the right answer as he expressed his answer today in Delaware. Yeah. Uh, because of the Gore issue. Uh, and he's, he's since said exactly what he meant was that if it's, if it's not even close, it's no question, I'll concede it. But if it's close, I reserve the right to uh, take whatever legal action is appropriate. The, the other issue that uh, has been mentioned a couple times today is the issue of Hillary's saying about the four-minute rule, so to speak. It seems to me like, number one, that should be a, a, mas- a, a matter of national security. Yes. 
And number two, let's assume for a moment that it is, which could be checked by generals somewhere, uh, then I think he should be immediately charged with breaching national security by announcing this four minutes on national television. So maybe there's somebody in your audience who would have knowledge of if, in fact, uh, there, there is a, something to do with national security there that could be uh, first looked upon uh, legally. Well, I, I got—I got to tell you, Mark. I, I don't know that if, uh, I would want that—that uh, that known. If if I were in charge of uh, of protecting our country, absolutely, absolutely. That's why it, it's it's so logical that it's a that it should, in fact, be a secret. That for her to, for, to uh, again to assume for a moment that it is a secret or was a secret, um, and let's say it's not even four minutes. Let's say it's three minutes or six minutes or something anywhere near there. Yeah. Uh, for her to have divulged anything like that to the world on, on national television and radio all across the world uh, seems to me like uh, treason. Well, I got to tell you, I I would like to know, and I haven't, I haven't, and Mark, thanks. I haven't seen uh, any stories. I don't know whether they're not asking the question uh, anything at all today in uh, doing research for the show or anybody uh, in the military or any uh, anybody even ex-military had come out and said that uh, that was um, that was top secret or a secret or anything. So that's all I know. But it doesn't seem like it should be something that. Uh, we would want to have uh, have out there. It's uh, three twenty nine. Your calls, uh, your impression of the uh, of the debate. <laughs> I still like the Uber call. Three Trump, two Hillary, and one passed out. News Radio six ten WTVN. By the way, a Hall of Fame a power forward and outspoken NBA TV personality Charles Barkley said that although he's not going to vote for Trump uh, in the upcoming election, he's uh, found some of the criticism of the Republican presidential candidate. To be disingenuous, he said, I'm against any form of sexual assault or sexual harassment. But in the locker room, I've heard things and I've said things myself that I would not want to be repeated publicly. He told CNN uh, downplaying uh, uh, in reference to Trump downplaying the lewd comments about groping women as locker room banner. Uh, for people to act like they haven't heard the stuff in the locker room, I think it's disingenuous. Thank you, Charles Barkley. Yep. And his comments weren't intended to back Trump by any means, but uh, he made it clear he's not all that enthusiastic about Hillary Clinton either. He said, I've always voted Democratic my entire life, but I'm having a hard time pulling the trigger for Clinton. She might be a wonderful person. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. So I don't know, but there are so many negatives about her. <laughs> 
And uh, right now I haven't made a decision if I'm going to vote or not. But, um, you know, so he's leaving At least he's being honest. Yeah, he is. He's right. I mean, all these guys, you know, oh, nobody in the locker room has ever, I've never heard any talk like that. You're lying. And everybody knows you're lying. Right. Everybody knows. You may not have said it yourself. Right. But it's been said. It's been said. And you've heard it. Exactly. All right. Who's up? Uh, Richard, hi. Hi there. How are you today? I'm good today. Thanks. Good. I had, of course, I was watching the debate last night, and uh, I never did see Chris Wallace uh, pressure Clinton into answering the question about her uh, husband's uh, fidelity. You did or you didn't? I didn't. No. No, he didn't ask her about that. Yes, he did. When he asked the question, he wanted to know what she thought about her uh, husband's infidelity compared to what uh, uh, Trump's was. Oh, okay. Well, uh, did and she... he never pressured her into. He just let her talk about Trump, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. Well. Uh, you know, I mean, they weaseled out of a few things, and uh, that was uh, apparently one of them. Uh, Maggie, hi. Yeah, hi, John. Thanks for taking my call. That sure. guy, what he just said, that's true. Chris did mention that. Okay, her. okay. Well, I must but, have missed um, that. I wasn't in the yeah, chair the whole time. Yeah, she she avoided everything. But anyhow, I was calling because um, she said, I think it's either 14 or 17 different uh, intelligence agencies have said that Russia is responsible for giving the the information to WikiLeaks. Yeah, the emails. Well, the rank and file of the all these agencies, they're doing their jobs the right way, and the uh, the uh, upper echelon and the the um, heads of these departments. Didn't we find out like a month ago that they were cooking the books and and watering things down that was supposed to go to Obama? Remember that? Mm, like thing, like what things? Information, intelligence information that that the rank and file was doing, but what they were collecting was being altered before it got to Obama by the higher ups. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So we're supposed to trust what they're saying now about Russia, and they don't know that for sure. No, uh, and and uh, Julian Assange denies it. I mean, he said, no, that's that's not where we got it. It was yeah. not from Russia, and he would have really no reason to uh, to really to lie about that. And, uh, you know, even if it was from Russia, I mean, if those are – they were making uh, – down to Brazil, I was making a, a claim today. I don't know if you, you heard it, but, uh, you know, she was uh, denying that uh, she had – and one of the emails uh, – specifically gave verbatim uh, one of the uh, questions that Hillary was going to get in one of the previous debates uh, to her, and she denied it right on television, and she claimed that the um, the uh, emails were altered, okay, that, uh, you know, they were, well, but, it, and we talked about this a little bit today off the air, if you're going to make something up, and pass it off as real emails, legitimate emails from, uh, you know, amongst the Democratic operatives, you'd make up something bigger than that, you'd wouldn't you? would blow it up big time, wouldn't you? Well, I would think. I mean, if you're going to lie and it could be disproven, just make up a big lie. Make up a good lie. Yeah. Make something that makes somebody look bad. Really bad. Yes. <laughs> Not just kind of bad, but right. really bad. That's yeah. how you know they're probably authentic, because they're just... 
you know, little thing here that's not right, little thing here that's not right. But there's no big bombshell. No, no, there really isn't. Randy, hi. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. Hey, man, uh, so glad to talk to you. You and Joe get me through the day, man. Well, thank you. I'm glad. uh, But uh, you guys were talking about the debate and stuff. Yesterday, or last night, uh, when uh, they did go to that email WikiLeaks stuff, Hillary kept pivoting towards all the Russians are hacking our crap. But, you know, you you don't get mad at... uh, your brother for your sister telling on you, the information's out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't shoot the messenger. Well, I mean, uh, those are their emails, and uh, no one's been able to prove that they weren't. I mean, you know, Donna Brazil made a uh, an attempt on CNN to claim that they'd been altered, but uh, nobody's really said, no, no, those aren't really the emails. That's it. So. Yeah, to discredit it, and uh, she really didn't stick up for herself. She just kept pointing the stick at where the information come from instead of saying it was false. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And, uh, you but, know, uh, I, I guess her, her point was, uh, you know, uh, the Russians are trying to uh, affect our election, and that's really not what the question was. John, hi. Hey, Hello? John. Hey there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pose something slightly different. Uh, they talked about the Second Amendment, and of course, it's been a subject for decades now about yeah. how horrible gun owners are. Imagine applying the same concepts that they want applied to the Second Amendment to the First Amendment. What would you do as a radio broadcaster if you had to vet every single word that you said on the air? That would be uh, probably uh, impossible to well, do my and, job. And, well, yeah. But if you look at it, the rights that are in the Second Amendment are no different than the rights in the First Amendment. What happens to freedom of speech if a minister has to submit his sermon uh, so that nobody, uh, everybody can prove that everything that he says is absolutely correct? What if a politician had to do that when they get up on the Senate floor? Oh, jeez. They'd really, you know what they, I'm saying? Yeah, they'd really have a problem. Yeah, no, I, I see exactly what you're saying, that, uh, you know, freedom of speech and the right to bear arms should be, uh, you know, uh, treated the same. Uh, the, yeah, and, and yet, can you imagine the politicians and a lot of the media people if anybody would even suggest that we start looking at the First Amendment the way that we do the Second Amendment? Yeah, be an uproar, John. You can bet on that. Mike, hi. Hey, John. Happy birthday. Thank you, Mike. Hey, number one, I'll start by saying, and I don't take credit for this guy in my office said it this morning, I have to vote for a guy I don't want to, but I can't vote for a woman that I never will. Um, so <laughs> okay. that, that's kind of how I am on the whole thing. But but these debates, it just it blows me away how everything, it doesn't matter what the question is, my goal as the person answering it is to spin it right back around to one of my speech points and just repeat, repeat, repeat. And it just, it gets agonizing to watch. But but the one thing, if, if I were out there coaching Donald Trump mm-hmm. and his preparation, you know, Missed opportunity, missed opportunity, missed opportunity. She starts talking about Russia and and getting into the emails, and doesn't that bother you that a foreign country? Yet 
I, as a common homeowner with a personal computer at home, know enough not to open an attachment from an email address I don't recognize? Right. Because somebody can put something in my computer that then attaches to everything else in my computer and go out to all the people in my address list. But yet Donald Trump misses the opportunity to say, let's talk about that, Hillary. Let's talk about Russia. Do you think it's possible that when you had an unsecured server, somebody from Russia probed your computer or somebody on your computer server network and put some malicious software in their computer that then got into the State Department's computer? I mean, it just yeah. blows me away that the, it blows me away that the common person out here, and by no means do I have an IT degree, knows enough about computer security, yeah. and yet she, she's spouting off about how 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 the Russians hacked, but yet she was clueless in setting up her own server, and then Trump missed the opportunity to jump all over that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, whole, the whole system's corrupt. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're all, they're all just sickers and thieves. I don't care which side of the aisle they're on. Just blow up the whole thing and start over. Well, it'd be nice if we could. But, you know, I mean, think about Trump for a second and um, the world that he lives in. And, um, I mean, he probably doesn't know as much about computer security as our previous caller because he doesn't have to. He's got people that take care of all that for him. And, you know, he gets on and, and you know, his cell phone or whatever. And, and I mean, he probably doesn't even have, uh, you know, a PC or a laptop. He may have a laptop. I don't know. But, um, yeah, but, you know, you're right. I mean, I, I would just like to know why she chose to do that. And there's only one reason I can think of that she would choose to have her own her own private server, and that's for secrecy. Why else could you have it? I mean, you, you hook into the uh, to the State Department, and um, they've got the best security, I would think, that you could possibly have. And you know, so you send a few, so you send a few uh, personal emails on it, you know, to your daughter about their wedding. Who cares? Um, you know, they'll be. I mean, they're going to be saved no matter what. Um, even if you have your own your own private uh, server. So uh, it's three forty eight, and uh, we will continue coming up. News Radio six ten WTV. Ben, what's up? How you doing? Good, man. So. I, if I'm wrong, I don't, I, I'm misspoken, but uh, wasn't it um, discovered that the government actually eavesdropped and got information on the American people, but yet they're condemning these leaked emails and saying they were stolen and that they're not credible and things like that? Uh, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just saw today the uh, NSA is collecting more, uh, more uh, information on us than they ever have. Yeah. So that's one thing. The other thing is... Um, there was there was mention and there's an investigation. I guess they're going to investigate some voter tampering already. I for me, I would think that they would want to start 
I know they probably can't, but start voting from scratch. I mean, if you already have voter fraud and have proof of voter fraud or yeah. tampering like that, yeah. they should just start the whole thing clean slate. Well, you know, the thing about this early voting is there's more time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they already have voter uh, voter fraud in places, and I know they're investigating. I think Texas may be one of them. That, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, it can happen. It can happen. You know, at least when you had one day. You'd go in, you'd vote. That was your civic duty. And uh, they've made it uh, made it so easy now that uh, there are more opportunities for people. Uh, Lamont, hi. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to ask, um, since we know that uh, the president actually works for a hierarchy of a cabal of elitists, why aren't we really concerned about the elitists? Like, why would we consider concern ourselves with someone on a presidential level if we all already, as a intelligent adult, understand that he has a job to do and people that hire him? And the people that hired him, shouldn't we be really involved in the people who control the strings of the president? We shouldn't be involved in the president. Obviously, he's just doing what he's told to do. And when he doesn't do what he's told to do, they take him for rides and convertible. So when we understand that the system is ran by a cabal of elitists and a cabal of war profiteers, we understand an international bankers. Why aren't we talking about the international bankers and war profiteers and defense contractors and military hardware manufacturers? Because those are the people who determine whether there's war or not. It's not the president. The president gets nothing from it. But when you get money from war, that's when you determine whether it's going to be a war, where you can get the drugs from the place, opium from Afghanistan, opium from Iran, opium from Vietnam. If we can get opium and oil and goods and whatever resources we need to get from that country, there will be a war. And we will spend money to crash helicopters because there are insurance on those, like Bell Helicopter did in Vietnam, Thermodynamics, Fort Worth, Texas, and with the F-111 fighter. So we all understand this. So why do we still go out vote for president of the United States when we understand that his job is to do what he's told to do and act as a defense contractor, act as a businessman in the Congress for the military? So you're saying it doesn't really matter who the president is? It never matters at all because it's just something for us to argue about, and then we create enemies amongst ourselves. We should all be friends, but instead, politics is not even a positive word. Like, whenever you use the word politics when you're not talking about the government, you use it in a negative way to invoke that you are being discriminated against and you have no control over its outcome. You're right. Really that, whether it's Little League and your son not playing or whether it be a job promotion, you'll say, oh, it's just politics over here. But why do we... We, why do we think that real politicians, who are the practitioners of the BS that we can't control, to be anything other than that? Well, Lamont, I, I some you, excellent points. You're making you're making some sense, excellent pal. Excellent points. Making some sense. Scary points, but excellent points. Well, yeah, and you hope it's not true, but I, you know, I mean, the evidence is with Lamont. It's three fifty eight News Radio six ten WTVN. It's seven minutes after four o'clock at six ten WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the Big Bucks Line Shortened Thursday Show. Hour number two. And, uh, you know, hot dogs are usually made with pork, beef, even chicken or turkey, but not dog. Not here, anyway. But apparently overseas, the term hot dogs causing confusion among some consumers... 
And now the government of Malaysia is intervening after reporting complaints. Hot dogs, or at least the name, will soon be off the menu for at least <laughs> one U.S. fast food chain. Selling, <laughs> too literally. Yeah. Selling the popular snack in the predominantly Islamic nation. Let's go the, back to Frankfurter. How about that? Well, that would work. The pretzel chain Auntie Anne's oh, yeah, I love those. has been told by Islamic authorities that its popular pretzel dog, which contains no dog meat, by the way, has to be renamed because it's confusing Muslim consumers <laughs> and doesn't accurately represent the product. Well, I mean, and I guess that's fair to say. I mean, it yeah. does say dog in it, and there's really no dog. Yeah. It's like city chicken. It's not chicken. No. Any halal products that uh, make consumers confused, we have to change, said the director of the halal division of the Malaysian Islamic Development Department. It's more appropriate to use the name pretzel sausage. And uh, the department told the company Tuesday to banish the word dog from the menu and suggested that the... uh, Frankfurter wrapped in pretzel be called a pretzel sausage as part of the conditions. Again, call it a Frank. They just explained it yeah. by saying it's a Frankfurter wrapped in pretzel. Yeah. We'll just call it, well, I guess it's not a very good no. name, you know. No, pretzel, pretzel sausage is not bad. call it a pretzel furter. So they have to change the name if they want to get uh, certification based on Islamic dietary laws. And though consumed in some Asian countries, dog meat's deemed unclean by Islam. And according to the New York Post... Uh, an executive with Auntie Anne's uh, Malaysia said the company has no problem changing the name. The exec said it's a minor issue. We're fine changing the name and still working on it. So it looks pretty good, too. Have you ever had one? I have. Uh, the pretzel? Pretty good. I love the pretzels. I've never had the pretzel dog. Yeah, the pretzel dog. Their, their pretzels are awesome. Yeah, it's a, it has a picture of it. It's a Real buttery flavor, and I'm sure, I mean, you know, so jam a hot dog in it. How, how could it get worse? How could it get worse? It can't. It's going to get better. No, it looks Dip pretty it good. it in cheese, and now it's a trifecta. Oh, yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Been talking about last night's debate, and uh, I caught most of it. Not all of it. An hour and a half. A little beyond my time span at that point in the evening, but... Uh, 821-WTVN, 1-800-610-WTVN. Traffic and weather every... Jeff, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me on. Je- thanks, Jeff. Uh, a couple of things that stuck out to me last night was... The first thing was her giving our nuclear response time. Yeah. Somebody has to look into that. Yeah, and, I, and I, as, I, was, as I mentioned, I saw nothing about that written today, but you have to wonder. I mean, that doesn't seem like something that should be out there. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, and the, and the second thing was she, she commented she had 17 intelligence officers that has proof that Russia actually hacked our State Department. We have a term for that. It's called espionage. And why haven't we filed a complaint with the United Nations? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. I, you know, I saw something the other day that I... You know, it's like um, tipping our hand again that the CIA was going to launch a cyber attack on Russia over this. Why would you tell them ahead of time what you were going to do? I, 
It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Tony, hi. Hey, Tony. All right, let's try Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Hey, John. Happy birthday. Thank you, man. Uh, I think Lamont was right on earlier with his call. And uh, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why Trump scares so many people is because I think the powers that be are afraid he's not going to play ball, that he's going to run his mouth, say stuff that he shouldn't. I don't think that's the case. I think he's going to fall right in line if he would get elected, but he's not going to, so it doesn't matter. But the reason I called was about the, uh, the comment that Hillary made last night about the time that it takes to launch a missile. Yeah. Back in the um, early to mid-'90s, had a, my best friend from high school, college roommate, he's a, he was a missile captain okay. out in the mountain states. Yeah. And he's much higher up now. But um, I went out there to visit him one time, and I said, you know, how long does it take once you once the, the president decides that, you know, we're going to light these things up, how long does it take to get them up in the air? He goes, well, I can't tell you that. And I said, well, you know, I mean, you know stuff, that secrets about me, you're going to take to your grave and the same. You know, I said, you can tell him. He said, no, actually, I can't. He goes, no, I can tell you that I know to the second how long it takes me and the other captain in the tube to get him off the ground once we get the call. Yeah. He goes, but I'm not going to tell you that because I'm not allowed to. He goes, we drill that all the time. I can tell, I, I know to the second how long that's going to take. He goes, now the rest of it, what happens before that? He goes, I don't have any idea. He goes, because I don't need to know. Okay. And I'm not allowed to know. So I suspect that she uh, probably should have kept her mouth shut last night. Well, it sounds like it. If your friend wouldn't even wouldn't even tell you. And that must be a secret then. And I, I can understand why it would be. So yep. what what he was saying is when they drill, they know exactly, but they're not allowed to say. Right. But uh, when the decision, how the decision's made to do it, that's not any of his business either. Well, well there's, a whole, there's a whole period of time from the time the decision's made until he finds out. Okay. And he doesn't have any idea because he doesn't need to know. That's how they keep all this stuff secret. Everybody's compartmentalized. Okay. For, for not just this, but for a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that ma- that makes sense to me, Chuck. I appreciate the insight. Uh, Linda, hi. Hey, it's Linda in Laguna Beach. Hey. Born and raised. Hey, Linda. I'm Buckeye all the way. Bleed scarlet and gray. Go Buck Saturday, <laughs> huh? Oh, God, that late, the game last weekend, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Are you living in Laguna Beach now? I live right in Laguna Beach, right by the Pacific Ocean. And I'll tell you, I grew up in Columbus. I graduated from Ohio State Bowling Green, Okay. worked hard, showed up every day, got my education, and worked hard, and we had a goal to live by the Pacific. Now, am I glad that I was born and raised in Ohio? You bet. There's nothing better than Midwestern people. They get it. But I have to tell you, a couple of my Democrat friends who, within two blocks, there's probably three or four kids that are back living at home. Okay. The gal next door, she has pink hair, she's 30, she doesn't have a job, she smokes her bong every night and sings. Okay. <laughs> so, so they're saying to me, a couple of them that are Democrats, they're saying, you know, I don't understand what's going on. The kids are at home, and we weren't like that. And then when they heard some of the WikiLeaks things last night, they started going online doing some research, and they said, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not going to vote for Hillary. Really? Yep, yep. Because ABC had a, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, had stated about uh, Clinton wanting her dream of open trade and open borders. It was a question. And so they had seen that, and then they heard it last night. And I'm not telling you that California is going to go for Trump, 
I will tell you, of all the bumper stickers I've seen, I've seen one Hillary, and I've seen more Trump. In California. Yes, California, and I am in Orange County. That's, you know, red Reagan country, but still, things tend to be pretty liberal around here. That's interesting. That is interesting. So there... Their kids are uh, don't have jobs and are living at home, and they're beginning to question whether this is working or not. That's right, especially, you know, when the kid does nothing but sing or bong and has pink hair. Well, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help much. Uh, Linda, I appreciate you listening out in California, and I bet you love these 8 o'clock uh, Eastern time games, like the Penn State game coming up. Uh, Bill, hi. Yeah, just a couple things. Uh, this, whole, this whole election is going to have a on both sides, but the uh, uh, um, I worked for a vendor who worked uh, in uh, uh, military supply. I'm not going to get into too much detail. But the, these, uh, how about these defense systems that have uh, uh, self-dedicated platforms? Uh, there's a downtime whenever the decision is made, and there's a downtime when it can be launched and when it can't be watched, launched, how long it takes. And uh, uh, every system has it, whether it's a Soviet or a USA okay. or a nation. Another thing, this guy who called about the Second Amendment, in the Second Amendment, I mean, all the amendments are important. I think the founding uh, fathers had it right when they put the First Amendment first. And uh, the Second Amendment is this is important in its own way, but it's not the same. So when they come together and say they're the same thing, I think it's a bit short sighted. I mean, the First Amendment gives us the right to free speech, to free assemble, and to uh, assemble who we, who we want to. Uh, the Second Amendment gives us the right to have bare, bare arms, and you can interpret that any way you want. So, you know, I mean, I think that. Uh, and uh, the other thing is uh, uh, Hillary and Trump are both out of control. Uh, I think we both, all of us would rather have someone else. Hello? Yeah, well, we don't have somebody else, Bill. That's the uh, that's the problem we're facing on the uh, 8th of November. We got, uh, yeah, we're talking about the uh, last presidential debate last night. We got some other stuff to get to as well. And uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame being one of them. We'll get to that before the show's over. News Radio, 610 WTVN. And we've been talking about last night's final presidential debate. And uh, Becky, what's up? Well, thank you for taking my call, and happy birthday. Thank you. I just have one comment, I, a couple comments here. One, the first one is if Trump, uh, if, and that's a big if, did what he did, he has a higher court to answer to. But Hillary, what she did, she did against the United States of America, and that's me. I take it personal. She's done things against me. Okay. So, and what Lynch, who was appointed by the president, what she and Comey has done with the laws, with the laws and all, I find deplorable. How they adjusted and manipulated the laws to, to read the way she says they've found nothing wrong. Right. Well, that's wrong. So that's my comment. Now, I've talked to a lot of Democrat friends, and some of the women, the women say, I, you know, when we argue, she says she's done so much for women and children. I go, what has she done for women? What has she done for women? Yeah. Well, uh, she, she's done SHIP. I said, well, SHIP's for children. That's, you know, for single fathers, for mothers and fathers. That's SHIP. It's... Um, an insurance policy for children of families that fall below an economical level that they need insurance for their children. Okay. And I said that's what most first ladies do is they do things for 
children. But what has she done for women? I, I don't know, except try to get their vote. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and then you could go down the line on a lot of little things that, like, they're, they're talking about, okay, they talk about these, the, the, the poor little daughters that are now 20 years old that went through school and they've lived here and they're afraid they're going to take their parents away. Now, I, most people marry somebody in the United States. Now, I married an Australian. Okay. So what we did, he wanted a green card. When we married, we went in and we got him a green card. And the lady sitting there, I had to vouch that he wouldn't be a burden on the United States economy, that if he didn't get a job, I could take care of him. Okay. And that's what the Indonesians who do, who have the motels, they bring their families in to work in those. They vouch that they will make sure that they're not a burden on the United States. Well, the little lady sitting across the table, she sits there and she goes, well, you know you can become a citizen of the United States. Now, how hard is that? So why are they crying that they're scared their family's going to be deported? If they've been here that long, they have at least somebody that's going to vouch for them. Right. They get a green card, they get into citizenship. The little lady across the thing says, we can make you a citizen. Now, I don't see why they're always screaming they're going to take them away. Is it that they don't want to be a citizen of the United States? Well, I don't know. Then why are they living here? Well, how hard is it? I mean, if they say, okay, uh, you want to be a citizen, we can do that. Uh, What does that entail? It can't be that big a deal, is it? that hard let me tell you it's a hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred and fifty okay. or it could be five thousand if you get a lawyer okay i mean you know if you get a lawyer to take you through it, it could be expensive but it's not that expensive i mean in the scheme of things it's it's it, maybe it's 350 okay uh, something like right. that but it's not like big bucks we're talking about it's not and when you go in, you can get a green card, which allows you to work here. Right. And so you get a green card, and the little lady across the desk, she says, we can make you a citizen of the United So, you know, that I have a problem with. Right. I have a problem when I hear that. Then they talk about Medicare. Well, since I've gotten Medicare, they haven't given us a cost of living. Now, the federal government, they get their 8% every year, let me tell you. Right. The government gets it. The teachers get it. Well, you know, uh, little middle-class people sitting out there getting their Medicare, I mean, getting their Social Security, everything goes up. Their electric goes up, their sure. TV, their everything, the gas, food, everything goes up in the cost of living. But Medicare hasn't gone up for five years for sure, I know that. But my sister says it's been for eight years. Yeah, could be. Yeah, well, you know, listen, and now they're going to up the Social Security. I'm telling you. Yeah, Social Security's going up like $3. (laughs) Well, the only time we did get an increase, I lie, once we did. We got an increase in Medicare. We got a increase in Social Security, and they took it out for Obamacare and Medicare. Right. It came in one door and went out the other. Out the other, right. Yeah. out the other yeah. yeah well i mean the the you know medicare part b they uh seems like anytime you get an increase they jack that one up too chris hi hey chris, we're talking about presidential debate on this date in 1965 one of the most uh more colorful moments of his presidency 
Lyndon B. Johnson recovering from gallbladder surgery at Bethesda Naval Medical Center pulled up his shirt and jacket to show off his scar to reporters. Yeah, LBJ, boy. What a classy guy. Uh, Bill, hi. Hi, John. Hey. Listen, um, talk about the. This has really become a theater of the absurd. The uh, thing about the, you know, uh, four minutes yeah. is, is, is our loss code uh, timing. And the whole thing about, uh, you know, this administration announcing when they're going to leave Iraq after they've, you know, vacated everybody out of there and then said, okay, now we're going to leave. Yeah. Do you remember during uh, the, the invasion? When uh, Schwarzkopf was out there giving press conferences, mm-hmm. um, Saturday, Saturday Night Live did a skit that I thought was so funny, and um, it, it's become reality. Uh, they had people, you know, in the in the in the press pool saying questions like, "So, where are we, where are we going to attack next?" And what time would that be? Okay. And he right. would say, well, I think that would be inappropriate. And then somebody would ask, say, what is the most damaging thing we could let our enemy know at this point? You know? Right, right, <laughs> I mean, right. I... And, and, you know, it's become reality. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, it's laughable. Yeah. It's absolutely laughable. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the uh, the CIA uh, story about CIA, and they're going to you know, cyber attack uh, Russia. Why would you? Why would you tell them that? Uh, Randy, hi. Hey, sorry guys, I got cut off earlier. John, I wanted to pick your brain about what I thought about uh, uh, Russia, the emails. I mean, the information's out there. Does it really matter where it comes from if it's credible? Uh, not really. Not really. I mean, if it's if it's uh, you know uh, good stuff, I, I don't think it matters. And, that, and that's pretty much what I was thinking. And another thing, why I called you back is that I went to the uh, Trump rally today before work. Oh yeah, okay. And and I wanted to give a big shout out to I, I believe it's the Delaware uh, Sheriff's Department. Okay, they was the ones pretty much you know in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Nicest, politest. I mean. Them guys are truly professional. Where did they have that at the fairgrounds? Is that an indoor venue? It was It was in a big building. Okay. It wasn't like a grandstand or nothing. Yeah, right. But it, it was a good-sized building. And, you know, they had the uh, Secret Service in there doing all the final oh, things. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Just the whole process of getting in and talking to them guys and them showing you where to go and do everything and there, there was one knucklehead on the corner when you first turned in there, and he had his bullhorn calling Trump a racist and saying he's never going to be president. Right. Well, it was like me. I, mean, I don't know if I started it or I jumped in, but uh, three or four cars that I was close to when we was all pulling in there, we was like, go get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always uh, – the, I mean, these things always draw – um, you know, one or two, six ten WTVN. Well, we've uh, been talking last night's uh, final presidential debate, and uh, I, for one, am glad it is the final. And let's get this thing over. It is four fifty eight. News Radio six ten WTVN. It is seven minutes after 
5 o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley, and it is the third and final hour of the Big Bucks Line Shortened Thursday show. And another person fired for posting on the Internet. You know, fast food employees, you know, they'll do some silly things that um, alleviate the boredom or whatever. But one worker at an Ohio Sonic drive-in was canned for bragging about her exploits. Earlier this week, officials in Middletown, Ohio's health department saw a picture posted on Facebook of what appeared to be a woman fully immersed in a large ice machine at a Sonic on Dixie Highway. The ice machine. Ice machine. Okay, a tough, a tough game at the football field. Yeah. The employee was fully dressed, had a smile on her face, said uh, Carla Ely, the department's uh, director of environmental services. A Sonic worker decided to take uh, five in her store's spacious ice machine. And it did not go well. Ely called the fast food employee's behavior ridiculous and crazy. But before the health department intervened, the Middletown manager allegedly self-reported the incident Monday and uh, told Ely that all the potentially uh, tainted ice had been removed and the machine had been thoroughly sanitized. A meeting was held with all staff members while management uh, retained employees on uh, proper Retrain them on the proper handling of ice equipment. <laughs> I don't, you yeah. really need to be told that. Don't. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get in Don't the get machine. Get in the ice machine. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know, compare that reaction to, you know, going to Tijuana, Mexico, where they have raw meat hanging in yeah. a window covered in flies. Right. And people are happy as hell to buy it. Right. You know, and they're fine with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, so... <laughs> I mean, I, it seems wrong. It does. But again, compare and contrast. Compare and contrast. Uh, Sonic's director of communications, Kristen Davis, told the Journal News that the employee seen in the posted uh, photo is no longer employed by the fast food chain. And Be darned. Took that happy hour thing a little seriously. I guess. Uh, she'll have to buy her half-price milkshakes. The uh, three other employees who participated were uh, disciplined accordingly. And according to the company, the ice the clothed employee touched never uh, was served to a Sonic customer. The health department also inspected the ice machine earlier this week and confirmed that it had been sanitized correctly. Hmm. And uh, Ely said she was still concerned by the incident. And, well, you uh, know, the good news is the ice machine got cleaned. It is. Because in a lot of places, you're right. the ice machine is like mold factory. It yeah, is it not is. one of the cleaner things in the restaurant. So no. that's the good news is they at least they know that one's clean. That right one's now. clean. That one's clean. I can right see now. Bill Murray in the hazmat suit right now, swabbing that thing out. 610 WTVN. We've got traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 10s. Well, we've been talking final presidential debate last night in Las Vegas. And uh, Dondi, hi. Hey, Corb. How you doing, man? I'm good. Long time I haven't heard from you. What's up? Ah, oh, life is good. Fantastic. Family's good. Good. Uh, 
Real quick, uh, I heard the story about the ice. I'm, I'm wondering, what is what is the worker, a size two? Because you can barely get a scooper into those ice machines. Well, I was, so wondering, I was wondering about that. I wonder if there's, there's must be different or something. I don't know, but unless you, I doubt you're a normal human being, a normal person. I don't know. But, but she has to be real, 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 real thin. That's I would think right. so, yes. Okay. But about the presidential debate, Corby, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. I am a registered independent. Okay. I am not I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I'm not a Green Party, Blue Party. Uh-uh. I refuse to endorse a party. And what I can say is I've watched all of the debates. I think both of them are crooked, dirty. Mm, I can use a few other choice words. Okay. Stupid. Stupid. Um, I think they both act like five-year-old children. You know, yeah. Donald 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 Trump standing up talking about your evil. Hillary sitting up calling him a, a puppet. Come on, people, stick to the issues. Hey, Donald. Hey, Donald supporters. Nobody cares what Bill Clinton did back in the nineties. That's between him and his wife. Hey, Hillary supporters. Ladies, here's a tip. When men get around other men, especially their friends in other places, we talk differently than what we do around our women and our mothers and our children. We talk differently, ladies. Sure. Get over it. It's a totally it's it's a totally I think both candidates are acting childish and if this is the best that our political system has to offer, we are in trouble as a country. Well, you're not the only one who feels that way, Dondi. I mean, you look at the, you look at this election, and uh, I, you know, you wonder sometimes if if people who are, um, not not uh, lifelong, you know, politicians. Well, like Trump, I mean, um, do you want that scrutiny? Well, I tell you what, I don't think I would. Chris, hi. Hey, happy birthday, John. How you doing today? I'm good, Chris. What's going on? Oh, man. I watched the debate last night, and I was so aggravated. Well, Trump kind of screwed up. You know, when uh, he got the opportunity to dis- discuss what he had to say, and then he let Hillary talk, didn't say a word about uh, what Bill was doing. He could have just said... Uh, you know, when it came back to him, he said, well, Hillary, you didn't answer the question, so I'm going to give you my two minutes to answer why you, uh, you know, defended the bill against all the women. You know, right. Put, him on, put her on the spot because she's never had been forced to answer that question. And the other thing I would have said is, okay, 250000 anybody below that doesn't pay any taxes. You're going to raise Social Security, and there isn't a deduction for companies. You know, we got to match that. Sure. So, you know, that's a tax increase, and the employees pay it, too. So what are you going to do? She's going to have all these other fees and miscellaneous charges that they don't call tax. They're going to call it something else. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, anybody who thinks they're not going to pay and you're going to get something for free, you better be looking for unicorns. Uh, Chris, I'm with you. And you're you're right about the Social Security thing. You know, you raise... Raise that up, and that's uh, an extra seven percent for the uh, for the business too. Dave, hi. Yeah, I've got two points. One is uh, I've kind of become a little discouraged about it. You know, you used to think you could uh, argue points, and uh, and you'd make those points, and people would uh, be reasonable. But I think uh, the system.
Clinton has brainwashed uh, uh, mostly Democratic supporters to believe that they're going to take care of him. I mean, there's a mountain of evidence against Hillary, and and you just people just kind of ignore it and say, oh well, they all do it or whatnot. Right. The other the other point though is that uh, if you go back to uh, Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower's farewell speech, I think it was in '53. Um, but it was in the 50s, you can Google it, you'll see that he warned about the military-industrial complex, and it's. Uh, I think that ties back to, was it Lamont that was yeah. talking earlier, and that said, yeah, I mean, it's all kind of a rig kind of set up now anymore, and these political candidates are to just distract us. But uh, do Google uh, uh, Eisenhower's farewell speech. It's a pretty interesting topic. That's all I got for you. Thanks. All right, Dave. Uh, Richard, hi. Hi. Uh, two quick things. I find it interesting. Nobody brings up that the head of the FBI said uh, no proof of intent, but under the Espionage Act, they don't need proof of intent to to charge him. Right. And since the email showed that Obama knew what was going on, he's guilty under the same law, and that should be impeachable. Second thing is, is the whole list of things Hillary put together at once and threw at at uh, Trump, and I won't hit all of them, but I'll hit one, and, and I won't mince words. I'm a retired military, despicable Mr. Khan. I honor his son's sacrifice and service. I mourn the family's loss, and I respect his uh, right of free speech. But he knowingly, deliberately politicized the sacrifice his son made to knowingly, deliberately promote a political agenda that degrades the nation's security that his son sacrificed his life for. Mm-hmm. I find that despicable, and I find it despicable that he'll really support that. I won't mince words. It's just, I can't think of a word bad enough. Yep. Uh, Richard, anyway, I... Um, that's it. All right. Yeah. He's talking about uh, Mr. Khan at the Democratic Convention. Mark, hi. Hi, John. Uh, we used to have ice chests in our restaurant, and uh, they were a small person who fit into the bottom of them. Oh, okay. The ice come down, shut from the top, and it's cute stuff. And then I'd like to... Uh, touch on the presidential thing. I got a sigh of relief today when I heard that the Butler County uh, Sheriff Richard K. Jones was not going to vote for Portman or Strickland. So I, I'm now kind of off the hook of vote for either Trump or Hillary. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, he's probably not the only one. Well, it uh, hilarious moment for a hapless thief. Here's what he did. He tried to steal a Venetian blind from a furniture store, hiding it under his jacket. And he can be seen in a surveillance photo with the seven-foot-long blind clearly sticking. Final half hour of the home stretch of the big Bucks Line Shortened Thursday show. And another uh, Postal Service employee has wigged out. They've uh, launched an investigation after residents in DeKalb County reported to Channel 2 Action News seeing a worker dumping several bins of mail in the woods. A uh, Channel 2 Action News viewer sent uh, uh, a video and photos of the mail in the woods behind a subdivision in Decatur. After seeing the mailboxes, uh, they contacted the Postal Service They sent investigators to the scene, and they uh, filled more than a dozen bins with dumped mail. 
Teresa Williams said it's just so uncalled for to just take somebody's personal mail and just discard it like that. Uh, neighbors who live in the area told uh, Fernandez they're upset because they uh, haven't received important mail. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You have business statements, bank statements, very important mail that people are looking for and probably waiting for. And uh, Campbell took video of the postal worker uh, dumping the mail. I sat there and recorded about five minutes. And he continued to grab more mail and continued to toss it over the fence. Took several workers a few hours to collect the mail from the ditch. That's uh, where my mail is at, down in the hole in the woods. Said you know, I've never Johnny been a Lanier. postal carrier, but that must be a, there. There must be some kind of stress involved in that job that, that yeah. I, I just don't that I don't see that I don't get right because this happens more often than it should. Well, it we hear about it more often than it sh- than we should so how many times does it happen we don't know about it well you'll hear about a guy that uh, they'll they'll look at his house and uh, it'll be a whole room full of undelivered mail yeah you think you just again get rid of it dump it in the woods or burn it up or something yeah how often does that happen you figure where it's like you know a guy's just like man i just can't take this today and he just throws out a day's mail but he only does it one time in 2 years so right. who, nobody notices he just didn't get that bill from the electric company. Well, uh, I've I've missed mail. Before. I have too. Uh, we had one time. And I had to I, go somewhere. I don't know what happened. I don't know if some kind of, and I'm not accusing anybody anything, but uh, I don't know if some kind of substance was involved or what. But we all get our mail. We have a little mailbox, you know, for the for the condominium building, and you know, you have a key and you open it up and. And uh, if it's in a Clint Eastwood movie, there's a bomb in it and it blows up. But uh, one day, everybody got everybody else's mail. All the mail was wrong? Literally, the front, the reception desk was covered in mail. And I, I got, know why that happened. I got mine and it was everybody else's. I can tell you exactly why that happened. Why? Mailman was hacked off at whoever is at the front desk. You think? And figured, oh, really? You're going to be mouthy at me? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all the wrong mail in all the wrong mailboxes. Guess what happened? Everybody that checked their mail that day, yep. where did they go? Right front, to the front desk. Front desk. I got the wrong mail. Mm-hmm. The guy at the front desk is going, come on. Yeah. So that could payback, be. A little payback for the smart mouth, maybe. That very well could be. Possibly. Because I don't know how you could... Because you couldn't really do that yeah, by I, mistake. I mean, even if you were drunk, you wouldn't make that many no, mistakes. No, you might miss a couple, but well, you wouldn't I mean, screw I, them all up. Well, like in my mail that day, there wasn't one letter addressed to me. Yeah, Nothing. That's... Not even junk <laughs> addressed to me. It was it was crazy. As payback for the front desk. Well, that could be. It wouldn't surprise me a bit. And... Uh, Apple, uh, they do their research, you know, and they got plenty of time to do it. They've been, uh, you know, going on Amazon.com and and buying Apple products labeled as genuine, and they found nearly 90% of them were counterfeit. The revelation comes in a federal lawsuit filed by Apple against a New Jersey company on Monday over what Apple says are counterfeit chargers and cables for its products that were sold on Amazon. In the lawsuit, Apple says Mobile Star imprinted Apple logos on products that pose a significant risk of overheating, fire, and electrical shock. It says the chargers and cables were being sold on Amazon as genuine Am- Apple products. And yeah, they're Apple- really worried about the overheating. They're just worried about the money. Well, probably, yeah. 
Well, I don't blame them. They don't want their name on them. Right. Apple says it purchased the products on Amazon. Later uh, told the online retailer they were fake. Amazon then identified Mobile Star as the source. Uh, Amazon, by the way, isn't named in the suit. And uh, Mobile Star didn't, you know, return a voicemail so you can comment. Of course they didn't. But, uh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, they're not blaming Amazon. I mean, you're selling a product on Amazon. That's kind of on you, I would think. Well, that's what uh, Apple apparently thinks, too. Bamboozled legendary producer Jerry Bruckheimer, when he got the iconic role in Top Gun, he uh, revealed, uh, Jerry, it seems, thought he'd persuaded the actor to do the movie by sending him to fly with the Blue Angels, but they didn't know is that uh, it was all part of Tom's plan, he told Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, this is really funny, Jerry. Jerry, I've never told this story before. Truth is, after the first meeting, I met with uh, the director, Jerry, and Paramount Pictures. I got in a car, and I was flying to New York. I told my agent, I'm going to make this movie, but don't tell Jerry I want to make this movie because I want to fly with the Blue Angels. You've got to work on these things, you know. I'm a businessman. I also said, I want to fly the F-14. I've got to have at least three flights in the F-14. I want all the training, so... He uh, later looked at the camera and addressed a producing pal. Sorry, Jerry, I forgot, and I never really had that conversation. And uh, it wasn't all fun and games, though, once he got up in the air. Regardless of how flawless he looked on the screen, he said, I vomited with the Blue Angels. Uh, Tom, who's now a licensed pilot, said, I always wanted to fly airplanes my whole life. I traveled around. I had two pictures, a picture of a P-51 and a Spitfire. So he's a flight nut. Um, newly announced Willy Wonka prequel is spoiling fans' what? appetite. Yeah. Come on. That's what they're saying. Social what? media users vented their outrage upon learning that the eccentric Candyman was being dragged back onto the big screen again, especially considering the classic character's original actor, Gene Wilder, passed just, away uh, yeah, I know. less than two months ago. Well, so uh, we're we going to see Willy Wonka as a child now? Well, uh, ah, one on. frustrated Twitter user wrote, We don't need a third Wonka movie, especially since Gene Wilder just died. We didn't need a second Wonka movie. No, he really that. didn't. That uh, didn't work very well. Many mirrored the sentiment, one fan opining they should retire Wonka's trademark purple jacket once and for all. I wish they wouldn't do Willy Wonka again. Nobody nobody will ever be as great as Gene Wilder. Let it rest. And uh, the yeah, latest, There's a nickel to be made, though, Johnny. Well. They might be able to make a nickel on it, so they'll do it. Uh, how many remakes and rehashes have we had this year? It's been, it's unbelievable. That's, well, that's all it's been in the past 10 years. Yeah. Well, I, I tried to watch the Lethal Weapon, the TV version of that. Why? Uh, this, well, I, that's what I wondered after uh, I started. I made it about 10 minutes into it, and it just, it, it's, it sucks. It really does. Well, I mean, I guess it's probably okay if you're unfamiliar yeah. with the original Lethal right. Weapon. Right, You have no idea who, you know, Mel Gibson is. Yeah, and they're using the, some they're, racist guy they pulled over. Well, they're using some the same names, which I think is probably a mistake because you expect, you know, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson well, and their again, characters. if you know of them. Right. I mean, if you don't, I guess it's all new to you. Yeah, it might be all right. And um, Hillary Swank didn't hold back when discussing her pay in the industry. The actress sat down with Chelsea Handler, uh, and they discussed how women are treated in Hollywood. She said she was offered a fraction of what a male was offered to work on a movie, even though she'd already won multiple Oscars. 
and the male was not acclaimed for acting. Well, I would just not take the job then. She said, I win my second Academy Award, and the next couple movies later, I get offered a movie, but the male hadn't made any kind of critical success in the movie uh, when uh, he was, but had uh, been in a movie where he was hot, and he got offered $10 million, I got offered 500000 and um, she said she couldn't accept it, and so she didn't take it. Well, there you go. Can't say as I blame her. Well, put a fork in this one. It's done. And Buck's line's coming up next with Matt and the gang from BVW3. And meet me back here tomorrow, Big Bass Friday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.